the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. There is so much focus on women remaining pure and being trained to become a Proverbs 31 woman. Where are the Ephesians 5 men? Their training isn't constantly announced on every church bulletin and Christian radio station, but we need them just as much, if not more, than the Proverbs 31 woman. Why is their training why is their training not an emphasis in the church? And how can we change this for the better? The men need to step up. The men need to be more direct. The men need to stop leaving hints. The men need to stop leading women on. The men need to, the men need to, the men need to, the men need to. Every ministry, every, almost every singles ministry that you go to, almost every message that is geared towards singles or about relationships, it's it's your thumb on the men. It's the men's fault that you're still single. It's the men's fault because the men aren't stepping up. We need real men. We need godly men that are, that are doing this and, and doing that. Subliminally, that training is getting there, but what's happening is it's turning a lot of guys off, and it's turning a lot of guys away from ministries. Um, that's why I'm grateful for this ministry, which doesn't do that. But you'll find that in a, in a lot of places where that type of message is constantly, you know, this brother's shaking his head. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, um, the, where, where that, that message is constantly, you know, playing over the airwaves, if you will. And it's giving a lot of women a false sense of exoneration, like they can do no wrong. Like it's we have no fault in this. It's it's your fault because you're the men and you're supposed to be, you know, the head and, and it, it's your fault. So um, when, when that question comes up about where are the Ephesians 5 men, well, I guess the answer to that is if you talk to guys, you'll find out, I guess, where they stand, you know, in, in those areas. Um, guys are much more receptive to being spoken to rather than being spoken at. So that's my two cents. Yeah, um... I just want to apologize on behalf of all men. <laughs> uh, and and I'm going to go back a few generations. We lost it. Um, there has been a lot of ignorance. Um, too many men uh, have just slipped through the cracks. But I know that there is an underground movement currently that there are men being raised up they're just not visible. And uh, most of the time, these men, they don't want to be visible. They're hidden in God. So again, I go back to what I've been harping on all night. If we get aligned to God, God will unravel that. He's a good father. You know, you don't keep the crown jewels out there, you know, just for everybody to see and touch. That's not what you do. You wait until you build some trust with some people and then you say, hey, Come over here, we're going to lock the door, and I'm going to show you the vault, see what I got in here. So I believe that God wants to drive people to that. 
Every woman here is special. Every man here has a great potential. Every single one of us. And so people just don't see it. People just don't have the training. Again, I go back, there's a lot of ignorance. Where are the men? You know, they are few and very far in between. But there are men out there. Now, going back to the women, you know, how closely are you following this Proverbs 31 woman? You know, well, what about the woman in Song of Solomon? Well, what about all the other women, you know, that, that, that are in the scriptures? We can, I mean, th- there are just so many areas of growth. So th- that's why I pointed that out. There are just so many areas of growth. And that goes along even with the men. Um, it's not just in Ephesians 5. If we study the whole word, you'll find great attributes from all the greats. You know, from the faith that, Ab- that Abraham had to the wisdom of Solomon, etc., etc., etc. So it's all about developing yourself. You can only develop yourself with God. Again, I'm talking to Christians. Develop yourself in God, and then you'll see that God will open your eyes to true men and to true women of the word. I, I, I think that's, what's, I think that's the, the, the key to get there. You have to become one in order to see them. I'm sorry, I apologize. Time is really up, but I want to address two more questions, then last words from everyone, okay? Um, should Christian use online dating services? Just two responses real quick. Okay. Just, just real quick. Uh, m- my personal answer is no, because that takes away from God's... Um, basically, what am I going to say, you know, uh, at my wedding? Am I just going to sprinkle God on top and say, oh, well, you know, I-, I looked at the top five and I got the number one, you know, praise the Lord. And then, you know, God did it. I, that's just me. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, you know. So that's, again, this is my opinion. I don't mean to trample on anybody who's using it. If you're, If God is leading you to do that, Hey, have the evidence to back it up, and then, you know, you can display your story. I'd love to hear it, you know, so that's just my opinion. Um, I appreciate that, Isaac. <laughs> and no, no, I think I say, according to your faith, be it unto you. So if you believe that online dating is not for you, that it, you know, if it, it puts, if it takes God out of the equation, then follow peace, follow Christ. That's, that's all that one can do. Uh, if you are being led to use an online date, I would I would stay off of Tinder. Lavania, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but um, but no, if you you know if you are using online dating, and you have you've prayed about it, you followed it, and you are being safe about it, according to your faith, be it unto you. Um, I I would caution though with the online dating though, and I have done it. I you know I I've done it. Um, I would say make sure that your motives and your intentions really are pure, okay? And I always, you know, I, uh, you know, being in singles ministry, I've had so many people ask, can I get on eHarmony or can I, you know, it's like, well, what is the Lord telling you? You know, what is he speaking to you? Have you prayed about it? And nine times out of ten, no, they haven't prayed about it yet. But um, if you are looking, and this is not just for online dating, but if you're looking to date, period, you're looking to get in a relationship, period, and you're bored, you're lonely, or you're just, you know, you want somebody to buy you dinner or pay attention to you, then your motives and your intentions are off base already. So whether or not you get on eHarmony or you go to, you know, a place where, you know, convention where you know that you're going to meet a lot of singles, your heart is already in the wrong place. So I would just say before you take any step, make sure 
that your heart is in the right and that you are truly following Christ's leading. Thank you, Sonia. 20 seconds. All right, 20 seconds. Thanks. Um, Two points. One, everything that you're willing to pay an online dating site for, that information is already on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. And they're not strangers. They're already your friends. Point number two. Uh, online dating sites are some of the biggest targets for data breaches and data hacks. So if you're finding that your credit cards are getting stolen, your identity is getting stolen, and you're registered on, a, on an online dating site, it's a possibility. Thank you very much. And <coughs> what has been... <laughs> what has been the most effective methods to recover from a failed relationship? What have been the most effective methods to recover from a failed relationship for you? Just two people real quick. Okay. Someone just said at time and not getting into a new one. And I think that's the biggest thing is so a lot of times we, you know, um, I'm using a worldly term, but whatever. Um, <laughs> the easy, I know, right. The easiest way to get over one person is, yeah, y'all heard that one. So, um, all that to say is not even sexually, but a lot of times because we don't want to deal with the wounds, we don't want to deal with the hurt, we don't want to deal with the pain. So we band-aid it instead of allowing God to do surgery on it. So, um, and we band-aid that by someone else that does like us. So we got rejected and then we go to someone that we know we don't necessarily like, but they really like us. Um, so, and we allow them to band-aid that wound, but then we realize that we can't keep that relationship going because we don't, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then we get into the next one and we still are bleeding from the wound 15 years ago that we never allowed the Lord to heal. So I say the biggest way to get over a relationship that has hurt you deeply is to allow God to heal you and to allow God to heal you alone. You know, only in math, you know, do two halves make a whole. You know, God has to put two holes together to make a whole. And that's how it happens. So in order, you have to get whole first before you are being um, introduced to your other whole, because otherwise you're going to suck them dry, trying to get something from them that you can only get from Christ. Um, I, can I, can I, if I read a book, can I give the, the book or in the, I read a book, and it's called uh, Picking Up the Pieces, and I think the author's last name was Priolo, P-R-I-O-L-O. And uh, that book was really helpful in um, getting over a breakup uh, from a couple of years ago. In fact, it's still on my phone. I keep it on my Kindle. It's there. Um, but the message of that book was learning. We all, we all, it's easy to walk in love when you're in love. But how much more effective is when we can walk in love when, when the relationship has dissolved? And by walking in love, you take love is patient, love is kind, love keeps no record of wrongs. Go down that, that 1 Corinthians 13 of love and then see how can I still do that for this person and they're no longer in my life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one thing, keep no record of wrongs or um, that that you're not going to sit there and recount everything that they did to you or did not do for you, uh, that you'll cover it with love, one, you know, that you will forgive, that um, you won't be easily angered and start. And that book was really helpful to me. And that's why I recommend it so much, because it, it's a challenge for us as Christians sometimes that. You know, we think we're walking in love. Well, it's easy to, to love people that you love. It's easy to love people that you like. But when someone hurts you, when someone offends you, that's when our Christian character really comes out. And uh, and so I just recommend that book, Picking Up the Pieces. Uh, 
I can't remember the first name, but it is Priolo, and I have it on my phone if anybody wants to see it. Okay, so what I find that what that helps me is I get sounds spiritual, but it's the truth. I just really uh, spend a lot of time with God, and I tell myself that every anything that's broken, anything that feels those emotions, I take that time as long as it takes to all that's removed from me. I'm really big about never moving forward with any bitterness, with any longing feeling for anyone. I like to get to a place where I'm not emotionally attached to anybody because it's a f place of freedom. Mm -hmm. And I always reach, I, I always want to reach that status again before I move on in any way. So to me, I fast. I spend a lot of time in the word. I just spend, uh, I analyze a lot, but I try to let the Lord sh show me things of what happened. And then as far as moving on, I just, I really try to just stay in a spiritual place with God until I'm completely healed inside. I think that's important because there's so much freedom when you move on and you're just in a happy place. You know that feeling where you don't, f you're not thinking of anybody, you're not feeling for anybody. That's a place that's wonderful. Meaning not to be by yourself, but you know, where you're not hurt, you're not bitter, you're not mad and all that's gone. You could bless that person. And that's where I, I aim to get to that spot all the time. Um, yes, thank you all so much for having us. I, shameless fuck. I am an author. I do have my book, a, a nine another singles book, and it literally is a, a singles book that is different. I'm very candid speaking. I speak like I write and um, very, very um, open about my testimony and what God has shown me. Thank you. I just want to say thank you all so much. You've been very kind and receptive, and um, I'm glad to see familiar faces and new faces. And uh, thank you for hearing us. And please know that my heart in prayer this morning, I my heart was that I wanted if some if one person learns from something that I have gone through or been through, I don't want to waste it. I don't want to waste a heartache, a hurt. Um, the God is the God of all comfort and the way he's comforted me. I want to be available to comfort someone else. So, you know, just I pre just appreciate the opportunity here. Thank you. Final words for me. Um, something I've learned answered prayers have a sequence. Um, if you aren't seeing something like if you're looking for a relationship right now and it hasn't happened yet, it might be because God remembers all the other things that you prayed for in your life. And he's trying to bring those into fruition for you. And if he brings that relationship first, it could interfere with some other things. And economics is called an opportunity cost. In order to get something, you give up something else. God knows best. God's sequence of time is better than ours. Thank you, everyone. This has blessed me, and I hope that it's blessed you. Uh, final words is I uh, just thank you for your attention and uh, also for the questions of whoever asked. And uh, if I offended anyone, please forgive me. It wasn't my intention. <laughs> you know, if I've, if, sometimes I get too passionate. But um, honestly, uh, thank you so much. Uh, it, it's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you very much, Tokes. Thanks. Please give them a round of applause. <clears throat> Going to ask my lovely wife to come up. She's going to share a few words, and we're going to pray and depart. Um, again, thank you, everyone. And um, tonight, I just want to end with um, Psalm uh, 212. And it says, Oh, blessed, and then in parentheses, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are all, are all those who seek refuge and put their trust in him. 
And I just believe if you came here tonight, it's because you're seeking him, you're taking refuge in him, and you're trusting in him. And so we are believing everyone here is blessed. And um, that tonight, as you go home, that you're just safe and you get home safely. And again, we just pray blessings over you tonight. Okay, let's pray. All right, Heavenly Father, we thank you for um, every single person here. Thanks for everything that you shared through the panelists to us tonight, Father God. We pray that um, not only do we allow the seeds to uh, take root in our hearts, but we'll allow them to germinate, and uh, Holy Spirit, you develop the fruit in us. Thank you, Father God, for just answering our prayers and doing more than we ask. As we go home tonight, we thank you for the angels encamped around us who keep us and protect us and ensure our safety. We thank you that we're all blessed coming in and going out. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We are on top and not below. We are ahead and not behind. We are successes and not failures. We're victors and not victims. We're not in poverty. We're in prosperity. We're not in lack. We're in abundance. Our abundance is a supply to those who are in lack. All I need are met. All our bills are paid. We owe no man nothing but to love him. Thank you for answering our prayers. For every one of us who wants to get married, Lord, thanks for making that happen for us, Father God. Between now and then, Lord, thanks for helping us allow you con to continue to make us whole and ready for whom you have for us. And all this we ask, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.